revealed in the Old Testament, the prophets that received the word of God did not always understand what God was saying initially and greatly desired to know and inquired of God for an explanation. They did not always receive one, did they? Those things that God concealed in the Old Testament have been revealed to us in the New Testament. Amen. So that's a good way to remember. Uh, the Old Testament is truth concealed, and the New Testament is truth revealed. So, praise the Lord for that. We also looked at how God's wisdom is hidden from the unsaved or the natural man. However, if a lost person so desires to seek the Lord, he will provide understanding regarding their sin in regard to God's word and their tremendous need to be saved. Moving forward, since we have already defined what a mystery is in Scripture, now we will demonstrate the ten mentioned mysteries of the faith seen in the New Testament. We will look at the mystery of godliness, the mystery of Christ in you, the mystery of the church, the mystery of the kingdom of God, and the mystery of Israel's blindness, the mystery of the rapture, the mystery of iniquity, the mystery of Babylon the Great, the mystery of God, and then last, the mystery of God's will. This is our key verse for this series. is 1 Corinthians 4.1. It says, Let a man so account of us as the ministers of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. Stewards of the mysteries of God. I like that word minister, though. There, it means a uh, under oarsman. Under oarsman. So we're all just rowing together, serving the Lord. And I'm rowing right along with you. I'm not any more important than any one of you. But that we are stewards of the mysteries of God. That You know what that means? That means it's, it's important that we contend for the faith. Amen. That these things that are in this book are for us. And that regardless of how the world feels about it. And I, I saw an article that there's a, a, a lady who was of ill repute. I'll just say it that way. Lived a lifestyle that was tremendously ungodly. Just decided, I want to be a pastor. So her, she's, she's a co-pastor with her husband. Okay. You know, just, that's what's going on. So we need to be stewards of the truth. So that when somebody asks us that we are ready to give an answer of the hope that's within us with meekness and fear. Driving by the Kingdom Hall, it just breaks my heart. And whatever religion people are in, it's usually extra biblical. It's not in this. So that's our, our role, is to be stewards of the mysteries of God. So that kind of puts more responsibility on us. That that means we got to know it. So, demonstrations of the mysteries. So this first we'll look at is in the mystery of godliness. This is pretty profound. 1 Timothy 3.16 says, And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up into glory. 
So there's core doctrines in Scripture, very important things that, I mean, you can't split hairs. I mean, you have to split hairs is what I'm trying to say. They're that important. And the, this is the fact of who God is. In order to be godly, you have to understand who God is. Because God, to be godly means that you are like God. To be Christian, it means that you are like Christ or little Christ. By the way, that was a derogatory statement. So, yeah. And that always gets me that if the world couldn't put up with Jesus and yet they can put up with us, what's wrong? That, yeah, we're not like him enough. Sometimes that just, that bothers me. People ought to see a difference. So we're going to kind of split this up. And I, I only have so much here for tonight because we're not going to be here too late. But uh, God was manifest in the flesh. Oh, man, we could be here for the rest of our lives. Really? So right now, do you know what we've done? We've separated ourselves from Allah. From Jehovah's Witnesses, because they don't think that Jesus is God. He was just a man. The uh, Muslims just believe that he was just another prophet. So, almost on par with Muhammad underneath, though. <laughs> so, all, they're all. Yes. God was manifest in the flesh. This refers to the supernatural incarnation of Jesus Christ. This is the central truth of Bible Christianity, of Jesus Christ himself. Isaiah 7.14 says of Christ, Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. Micah 5.2 But thou, Bethlehem Ephrathah, though thou be little among the thousands of Judah, Yet thou, or yet out of thee, shall he come forth unto me, that is, to be ruler in Israel, whose goings forth have been from of old, from everlasting. So in other words, what we see here is in the Old Testament, Isaiah 7 says, Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. So this is from God. Behold, a virgin shall conceive. Do you know Satan has tried to mimic this? There are quite a few Egyptian... Uh, so-called small g-gods that try to claim virgin birth? Well, why? To muddy the waters. To make it confusing. But no one can truly claim that that's the case. A virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. Now, there were many false Christs, especially during the time of... Uh, between Malachi and when John the Baptist came. There's a lot. And they were all put to death. Because they were tried and found wanting. What's Emmanuel mean? God with us. Not just God has come to this earth. That makes it sound outside. Not personal. But God with us. 
You know, we, we say in our society, in our culture today, we say so-and-so is staying with us, right? Yeah. So-and-so goes to my church. So that makes it personal. It makes it, you know, close. God is a close God. He's as near as we want him to be. And then Micah 5.2, But thou, Bethlehem Ephrathah, there's multiple Bethlehems, though thou be little among the thousands of Judah. In other words, they were insignificant. But God is saying, this is where Messiah shall be born. Yet out of thee shall he come forth unto me, that is to be ruler in Israel, whose going forth have been from of old, from everlasting. No one else but Jesus Christ himself can say that. Because usually, any one of us, when we're born, that's when we weren't from everlasting. We were created. Jesus Christ is the creator. So obviously, in the beginning, God, he was there. And we won't get into, well, what happened then? Or when, when did God start? He never started. He just was. He was there. He's outside of time. So, do you see the importance of these things? Amen. We know which Jesus. He was going to be called Emmanuel, born of a virgin, born in Bethlehem. And this is all mysteries foretold, or, yeah, foretold in the Old Testament. Yes, so, this is a truth mentioned in the Old Testament, but not fully understood by Jewish leaders. Why? Because if they truly understood, they knew who Jesus was. They would not have crucified the Lord of glory. They were looking for a specific Messiah to deliver them from their Roman bondage. Instead, God sent his Messiah to first deliver them from their bondage to sin. Then his Christ will come again the second time to physically deliver us from the bondage of this world to be forever with him. Do you know what's interesting before we continue on? People are still like this today. They're looking for a specific Christ. A tailor-made Christ. That is, well, this is what I'm looking for. No, we don't fit God to our needs. We conform to him. And people did it 2,000 years ago. And we're doing it today. And we're going faster and faster and faster, conforming to just crazy things. What is normal outside these doors? Would you have thought... You hoary-headed folk, in your lifetime, would you think that you would see what you see? What is considered normal? What is propagated and pushed? Not just in our schools, but in our churches. There were people extremely upset that the some synod of, oh, I forget which church. Anglican, yes, the Anglican Church of Canada. They had a conference and convention. They wanted to vote to have homosexual pastors. Yeah, oh yeah, they don't recognize homosexual marriages either. But they do in Halifax. Oh, they do in Halifax, interesting. So, well anyway, this convention said, no, we're not going to accept homosexual pastors or in the church. There were people mad, crying and weeping. It's not fair. I don't understand that. 
That is the insanity of sin. Yeah, the, the public is providing so much pressure. But what I'm just trying to say is, is that this world is trying to change Jesus. What Jesus do you want? What do you need him to be? Well, Jesus will accept me for who I am. I told you that there was a, a, a young person who said, I'm a, the opposite gender. This is who I am today. You know, this is what we have to tell our kids about. So, it's just, it's coming. That's why we have to reestablish, if you will, what the Bible says. If not, what will happen? We'll drift. Right. Yeah, the, the Beacon uh, Church, a big old building, right? The lady pastor said, yeah, their homosexuals are welcome. Well, you know what? Homosexuals are welcome here, too. Maybe, uh, I, I hope that no one ever says, you know, they're not welcome here. It's a lifestyle choice. It's sin. That's all. And God views it as sin. And it's sin to be repented of. So... Yeah, homosexuals are welcome here too. They're welcome at the cross. Still are. Yeah, that church, they're just welcome in there to propagate, yep, I'm, I'm this, I'm that. Yeah, well, no, that's not the way God views things, right? Well, in the New Testament, we have some verses here that are basically fulfilling the prophecies. 1 Corinthians 2.8 says, Which none of the princes of this world knew, for had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. So the very people, the doctors of the law, the Pharisees, the scribes, the Sadducees, you know, the people that actually that was their job. I mean, can you imagine as a scribe how well you would know the word of God? Because... Yeah, almost memorized, right? You would think because they would copy and their copies had to be checked and there couldn't be any errors. I mean, just I, I just love the Masoretic law of scribes. They knew. See, that's the thing is, okay, they, they knew the word of God, but then the people that should have known... You know that, you know, the highfalutin folk, I'm so glad I'm not like Isaac, you know. Well, but if Isaac just smote himself upon the breast and said, Lord, be merciful to me, a sinner, he'll go down to his house justified. God will be more pleased with that. And is more pleased still this day. I tease Isaac, but, you know, just be careful of religion. It'll cause you to miss so much in the Word of God. Had they known it. Yeah, or your faith will turn into religion. Man. Matthew one twenty three says, And behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall be or shall bring forth a son, 
And they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. It's a direct fulfilling of Isaiah 7.14. You know, I'm so thankful that we can look at the word of God and not wonder when it will expire, when, when it's due for changes. You know, that's... Um, Revised. I hate revisions. You know why? Because changes, you don't know what the changes, you know, certain things. Like Pilgrim's Progress is revised, I don't know how many times. Who knows what they changed? This, is, this doesn't need revision. We need revised. You know? So praise the Lord for this. God was manifest in the flesh. John 1 is, is chock full that, of Jesus coming and dwelling among us. Oh, and we beheld his glory. He's the only one begotten of the Father. Oh. And I, I like how Peter talked about, and we beheld him. I touched him. And, I mean, it's just, you can write a check on this, and it's good. And that's what our faith is. We're trusting in the finished work of Christ. So as we delve into this more, and we get into the, you know, uh, and without controversy, it's clear, isn't it? That God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, and received up to glory. I mean, praise the Lord. This is an important doctrine. Amen. That God came in May we not veer from this. Yeah, it's a spirit of Antichrist, sure. And, it, and it's so common today. It really is. So may we not stagger not at the promises of God, but just oh, trust in Him, bask in Him. Oh, God is so good. All right, would you stand with me? We'll be dismissed.